Today's episode uh, is just a quick thought about Sky Daddy. So stay tuned and we'll talk more about it. Hi friends, this is Bethany Jennings and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. Before we dive right in, there's some stuff that some people want to tell you, so we'll be right back. Hey friends, just a quick something to think about. When we refer to Jesus as our Heavenly Father, um, we refer to the Lord as our Heavenly Father, there is more to that than just phrasing, just terminology, and really more than just, you know, a doctrine that we believe. But he really is a father figure to those who love and serve him. And because he is a father figure, we in our humanity will treat him in the ways that we would treat a father, assuming we really do look to him as a father. This happens in two ways. It manifests itself in how we respond to God, and it manifests itself in how we respond to our children and or our mentoring of others. So, let's start with the last one. Your parenting style, and if you're not a parent, your mentoring style, but specifically your your parenting style, says a lot about your relationship with God and how you perceive God's feelings towards you. For example, if you perceive God as a very judgmental being, and at one point he, he will have to be righteous judge. There, there is judgment that goes forth. I'm not denying that. But if that's how you view him constantly and you view him as wanting and looking and searching for things that you have done wrong, waiting to punish you, to pounce and correct and admonish, that is how you will end up parenting your children. That is also how you will end up mentoring those that you work with or leading those that you work with. If you view God as loving and forgiving, then you will be that as well. Now, to be loving and forgiving does not mean you are extremely permissive. That's not what that means. Because the Lord loves us and he does forgive us, but he still wants us to do right. So if you as a parent want to teach your children to do right, then you will love them and treat them accordingly. Not necessarily in a way that is dogmatic and ugly and aggressive, nothing like that. But you will watch for their souls as we should watch for their behaviors, watch for their conduct and their attitudes and 
instead of aggressively pouncing on that, you will in love discipline. Now, discipline and punishment are two different things. You can punish a child or an adult all day and no discipline has happened because discipline, right, is connected to discipleship. And if you're not discipling or teaching through your correction, then it's not discipline. If the person you are working with, be it a child, be it someone in an area that you lead, on the job, at church, wherever, if you are not teaching them something, then you are not disciplining them. Now, you can punish them. You can, with your kids, you can do timeout. You can ground them. You can, you know, sit someone down off the platform. And you, you can you can do all those things. And those are consequences of behavior. But unless you are teaching them, this is why this is happening. This is, I need you to understand, you know, baby, when you do this, this happens. There's a direct correlation between behavior and consequence. And um, a lot of people don't learn through extreme punishment. They're not going to learn respect through extreme punishment. They'll learn fear. But fear is a lazy man's way to respect. So I encourage you in your approach to parenting and your approach to leading and your approach to mentoring to really focus on on what God is and how you view God. Um, I mean, there are times in Scripture when he was flipping tables and swinging whips. I get that. But that was not every incident. That was the rare occasion. Most of the time you see him saying, you're forgiven. You're made whole. And accepting people into his arms that otherwise had not known acceptance and love. What happens when we go extreme with our punishment is we drive a wedge between us and those that we are trying to affect. Even and especially our children, when they come to you with honesty and say, I've messed up. And you immediately punish them. That teaches them to connect honesty with punishment. And it becomes a lot easier for them to lie. A lot easier for them to be dishonest and hide failures But we're human and we're going to fail. So we need a safe haven to come to when we have failed. I want to be that safe haven for my babies. I want to be that safe haven for Onyx and Silas. I want to be that place where they can come when they have messed up. Are there consequences for behavior? Absolutely. But there is not punishment for honesty. When you have messed up and you have sinned and you come to Jesus and you say, God, I'm so sorry I've messed up. Does he say, no, you're going to hell? No, he keeps forgiving and loving and teaching. Is there a consequence for your behavior? Yeah, probably. I mean, if you were doing drugs, 
chances are you could lose a job. You could, you know, fail a drug test. You could contract some kind of disease if you're, you know, acting recklessly. If you have decided to run your mouth about people in the church, you will have lost trust. That consequence still exists. But forgiveness from the Heavenly Father still exists as well. So, think about that when you are working with people, raising children specifically, but also leading people. Am I treating them the way God treats me? And is my perception of how God treats me correct? The other thing to talk about, and this is something that I was actually just talking with someone about last night, was that how we act towards God, not how we act towards those we're working with, but how we act towards God says a lot about our relationship with our earthly father. So, if you have a very strained relationship with your father figure here on earth, it may take you a little bit to understand the love of the father in heaven. I have worked with people and talked with people who have said, I don't, I don't know how to let God love me because my dad, my dad never loved me. He never told me he loved me or my dad abused me or my dad mistreated me or my dad, all these things down the line. My dad left me. My dad abandoned me. So I, I keep waiting. I keep waiting for him to leave me. I keep waiting for God to say I'm not enough. I keep waiting for God to act like he wants me and then push me away. I don't, I don't know how to let God love me because of how their relationship was with their father. Or you'll see people come into the church um, and maybe even people who have you know been raised in church and they will be very rigid in their response during service. And if you look at their relationship with their father... The father is usually a very rigid disciplinarian, again, using that word loosely because I'm not sure what all was actually taught to the child in in raising an actual disciple, uh, using the methods that I'm currently thinking about. Um, And so their response to God, instead of it being a free flow of worship, is very rigid and sedate because that's the behavior their father expected of them, their earthly father. Or they'll come in and maybe their father wasn't extremely rigid. Maybe their father was not present. Or maybe their father was extremely permissive and let them do whatever they wanted to do. So they approach God as, it's fine, I can do whatever I want to do. And he, it's fine. He'll still love me. And the fact is, yes, he will still love you. But you handicap yourself when you don't do the things that are pleasing to God. God is love. He has no choice but to absolutely love you and your creation. There are things that God hates. There are sins and abominations that God hates. But us as people, he loves us. 
But that does not mean we can take advantage of that love and treat him any way we want to. So, when you think about it, how you approach the Lord, our Heavenly Father, has a lot to do with how we perceive uh, and how we have been raised with our earthly father. Likewise, how we train people and work with people and discipline people and has a lot to do with how uh, we perceive God handles and deals with us. So I encourage you to seek out, do some introspection and search and say, okay, how do I perceive God as treating me? How do I perceive his treatment of me? How do I perceive his love for me? How do I reflect that in my kids? How do I reflect that in my leadership? How do I reflect that, you know, in my parenting and my mentoring? And then say, okay, because of how I perceive God's treatment of me, how was my relationship with my earthly father? And for some of us, we had a pretty great relationship with our father, our earthly father. And so it has taught us to have a relationship with our heavenly father. So I encourage you, take some time and do some introspection, do some prayer, and uh, think about it. Thank you for your time. We'll talk later. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human.